Hey, thanks for joining the Luke Ramey Show this Friday morning. My name's Luke. I'm your host, like every time. And I am in the middle of season two here. We're winding down on season two, almost done. And I just wanted to um, take today, um, kind of finish up what we've been talking about, and then talk to you a little bit about what we are going to get into next week. So we have been talking about this whole season. We've been talking about character, um, went through some character traits that I thought I would like to instill in my child's life. And then also we got into thankfulness right there before Thanksgiving. We started talking about what does it mean to be grateful and how is this character trait life-giving to us? Like not only is it a good thing to put out to other people, but it also does good to us. And so we talked about that. And then this week we got into what is the killer of gratitude? The killer of gratitude is entitlement. This idea that we deserve something. And something should be given to us that just by breathing, we're endowed with something, okay? And that's and that's what we've been talking about um, a little bit. And, and that's a complicated topic. And people are a lot of times in different areas on that stuff. Um, Tiffany Anton came in this week and we talked about, you know, what is what do you deserve with your kids? Like, aren't they a responsibility that you're supposed to take care of? Like, do you really deserve anything? Do you deserve time with your kids? Do you deserve special moments with your kids? Anyway, we got into that. Go back and listen to it if you'd like. It was good. And then um, I started talking about um, a little bit of what our roles are, you know, because when we start talking about, you know, what we deserve, we have to kind of look at who we are, right? Because who we are would define what we deserve, right? Okay, I don't deserve Secret Service protection because I'm not a president, sitting president or past president or any kind of dignitary within the government. So I don't I don't I don't deserve that, right? But that's because of who I am. Okay. And so we talked a little bit about that. A couple days ago, we talked about these roles, these responsibilities we can have. And then we talked about um, the, uh, the expectations we can place in those roles. And I challenged you to list out roles that you have in your life and then list out the expectations that go along with those. And I hope you've done that. Um, because now, then we talked about evaluating them, kind of going through and looking at them. And now we're going to say, is this a role I want to have? Is this a role I don't want to have? Um, how do I get rid of it? How should I get rid of it? That sort of thing. How do we invest? That's what we're talking about today. And I'm, I'm going to say right off the bat, um, you know, I think it's great to have the roles in your life that give you your best life. And I said yesterday, that's a little bit cliche to say best life. I know that, you know what I mean? I know all the connotations that go along with that, you know, especially as being a Christian, like that talk generally is like, okay, all right, what, how much money you need? You know what I mean? Like that's, that's where I start thinking. But, but when, when I'm thinking about what I want my best life to be, um, what do I want? Uh, what is happiness? What is joy? What is good family? What is feeling useful? What, what does all that stuff look like? I have to evaluate what my roles are and I have to cut things out. I've always said, I hope my kids are good quitters. You know, that's we talked about that back in character. I always hope my kids are good quitters, that they're good at quitting things. They should quit. You know, they should stop doing things that don't give them life that have no value, that they shouldn't be investing in. I hope they are always good quitters. I also hope they're always good at being loyal to things that are good for them, okay? So I like both sides of that. And that's what we're talking about. As you've evaluated the roles in your life, which ones are, are things that you should quit and which ones are things that you should keep? 
And maybe through your evaluation process, you're like, I don't know. I kind of got to this where it's kind of split. Like I need to keep doing it, but I don't really, I'm not finding a whole lot of life through it. And you're finding that the best thing to do is something that you're on the fence with. And that's what we're talking about today. Something that you're on the fence with, trying to make a decision on, is invest in it. That's the best thing you can do. With your time, with your talent, with your treasure, invest in that thing. Maybe you've started a business and it's not really, it's not really winning. It's taken a bunch of your time. You don't know, you know, it's taken, you know, you away from your kids, you know, an extra 10 hours a week, or you've kind of got this little side hustle going and you don't know, maybe this is a role I just need to get rid of. And you might be right. Okay. So maybe, maybe it's just a complete role you need to get rid of. There's no chance for it, whatever. Just cut that out of your life. You need to be okay with quitting it. Okay. But maybe you're like, but there could be some good in it. It's kind of good. I like my kids seeing me start something. Whatever those reasons are for keeping it. If you have reason enough to, to, to even keep it on the fence, invest in it. Double down on that thing. Double down on it. Um, in business, we call it failing fast. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take that role and we're going to hyper-focus on it and we're going to fail fast at it. And if, if it fails, if it doesn't work, if we don't see any more results, then yeah, it's a role we need to cut out of our life. If we start investing in it and we start being less happy and our life is not the best life, our life is the worst life, then we know, hey, this is a role. It does need to go. You know, some roles just have their place. Like some, you know, I, I'm on this committee and that committee meets every two months and that's all it is. I don't need to invest any more into it. It's not hurting me too bad. It's not really bringing a lot of stuff, but it's just very low time commitment. So it doesn't matter. I'm a committee member on this thing. Doesn't all drag on me. Well, the, fine. That can live there, right? We can have those things in our life. We all have those things in our life, whether we want to admit it or not. We all have those things and that's fine. But on these, these roles that are, that are big, that we can either scale up or scale down, let's invest in the ones that we don't know that we don't know the answer to. Let's invest in those with our time, by giving more time to it, more attention to it, making it more intentional in your decision-making. Maybe you've been making uh, t-shirts or you've been making cookies or you've been making, I, I don't know, what, knitting hats. I, I don't know what your thing is. Maybe you've doing, been doing some photography on the side, okay, or some videography, that's my world, okay? So maybe you're doing a little bit of that on the side. And you're like, I don't know if this could really be anything. I don't know if it's really life-giving. It takes a lot of my time, not a whole lot of payoff. Put more time into it. Take more photo clients. Start giving it more time. Take time away from other things to give to it and just test it out. I did something for a friend a few years ago. Um, he, he, he had a career. He, he's a restaurant manager. He is now, too. He's a restaurant manager. But he wanted to know... Um, could he go out and do a hot dog cart? Could he sell like, like, tr you know, food truck style? Could he do like hot dogs and, uh, I think, you know, tacos or whatever. Like, could he run like this kind of catering custom food truck idea? But the thing is he was so wrapped up in his, in, in his job, managing a restaurant is a lot of work. It's more work than I'm able to do. I could never do that job because I could not give that much time to it. I would quit. Um, but he was so wrapped up in that doing a good job managing his restaurant. He didn't have time to do it. And we were talking, um, once and we go to church together. And so we were, we were talking about this once and I was like, Hey, I can give you my November. I will do any job you can get to try it out and see, can a hot dog truck make money? <laughs> can this food truck idea make money? So, um, we lined up, uh, you know, a few different opportunities every week for me to go and 
sell hot dogs, you know, and sometimes the son came with me and sometimes he was able to come out there too. And, and we tried to sell hot dogs for a whole month. And, and we found out that that wasn't going to work. <laughs> it was not generating enough revenue for it to be a real thing. But he could have he lived with the idea of this role, this role that he was out there, that he was every now and again, he was doing this thing, hoping it would turn into something. I'm going to try it out for a couple of years and see if it turns into something. Or he could hyper-focus it, ramp it up really quickly in 30 days and find out if it wins. Guys, sometimes we have those things in our life that that's what we need to do. We need to say, hey, this is going to win or it's going to fail, but I'm going to ramp it up and I'm going to try. And I encourage you to find those roles in your life right now. You know, maybe that's being a soccer coach. You know, if, if you're, I coached my daughter's soccer team um, and for a couple of years, and that was trying at best. Um, it was tough. But, but that's one of those things where you just dive in with everything you have and you realize if you're ever going to do it again. You know what I mean? really jump into coaching. If you're a coach out there and you just kind of, okay, well, they need an extra coach, I'll do this. Maybe lean into it. Maybe lean into that opportunity you were given that came your way and say, you know what? I'm not only going to coach, I'm going to be the best coach I can be. I'm going to watch the YouTube videos on what makes a good coach. I'm going to learn more about the sport. I'm going to learn more about what kids this age in this sport need to develop. I'm going to follow up with them during the week to see if they're practicing at home and stuff, you know, just go full bore into coaching and see, Hey, is this something that gives you life when you really invest in it? I've gone on too far. I'm going to let you go now, but I want to tell you next week, something I'm passionate about that um, I've been passionate about for, for a while, but I've been scared of. Okay. And that's, that's really where this hits and I'm still scared of it just to be honest. But I'm going, to be, I'm going to be doing something with single dads next week. I'm actually going to be talking about um, kind of some frustrations um, that single dads you know, run into, um, some, some kind of just single parenting stuff that people run into that make it hard and difficult. And I'm going to speak to that all next week. And um, from that, I'm hoping to launch a single dads group um, that's going to be kind of a series of, of meetups where we talk about some struggles we're having and then also kind of support each other. And then I've got some, um, some stuff we're going to go through and talk about and kind of strengthen some, some skills and, uh, and that sort of stuff. So uh, I'm planning on launching that as well, um, but I, I, don't, I don't have all the details together on that yet, so I'm not ready to announce times and stuff like that. But that's something I'm going to be doing. But I'm going to start it with next week. Talking about the single parenting, single dadding, it's definitely going to be from a single dad standpoint. Now, if you don't um, uh, identify as a single dad, if you're not a dad, okay, and if you're not single, um, you could you could tune out if you want to, but it'll probably be good anyway, and it's probably something you can listen to to better understand the single dads and the single parents in your life and the struggles they face. And if you want to be able to connect with those people in your life more and in a healthier way hanging out with me next week, every morning for just a few minutes during your commute is going to be a great way to do that. Okay. And it also gives you something to send on to them and say, Hey, this podcast is like the single guy, dad, I listen to him and stuff. And Hey, check it out. He was talking about being a single dad. And that's what you are. So I thought maybe you'd like it. And it's not, it's not like, Hey, here's a how to book on being a single dad written by someone I don't know because you're clearly bad at being a single dad. Like that's not what the thing is. It's, Hey, I listen to this guy. And he had some things to say about single dadding. And I thought of you. You know, it's a lot calmer. And so feel free to pass this along to those single dads you know. 
Um, but I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for jumping in with the Luke Ramey Show. My name is Luke. Um, we record every episode here at Cookville Creative right in Cookville, Tennessee. We'll see you on Monday.